Today on Transforming Lives. Today we want to talk about another aspect of being grateful by giving thanks unto the Lord because he is good. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Amen. Psalm 107, verses 1 and 2. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he had redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We come before you, Lord, with gladness of heart. We bless you, Lord, because you are a faithful God. You are a good God. You are a loving Father. We just thank you for all that you are doing and all that you are about to do. We pray, Lord, for your people. Give them hearts to believe, minds to understand, and wills to obey. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. A story is told uh, uh, about um, Mother Teresa that she met a family, um, she was told about a family that had eight children who were very, very hungry and they had not eaten for days. She hurried to the family house with some food. And when she reached, she saw the faces of the children had been disfigured by hunger. There were no sorrow or sadness, but just deep pain of hunger. Mother Teresa said that she gave the the, the mother some rice. The mother divided the rice into two parts, and then she went outside. When she came back, Mother Teresa asked her, where did you go? She answered to my neighbor. Mother Teresa said that she was not surprised that this mother gave because most of the time, poor people are usually generous. But what surprised her was that this mother knew that her neighbor, uh, her neighbors were hungry also. Most of the time when we face difficulties, we focus on ourselves instead of focusing on others. This story teaches us a powerful lesson about what our response should be when God blesses us or demonstrates his goodness to us. The mother in the story was thankful to God for his goodness towards her and her family. And she demonstrated her thankfulness by sharing the blessing that God had blessed her with, with her neighbor. She took the time to find out what was happening in her, her neighbor's life and the struggles and difficulties that they were experiencing. And she became a channel to bless that neighbor. You see, like the pipes that comes into our house, uh, the pipes that come into our house that carry water from the dam, the bigger the pipe, the more clearer and the larger the quantity of water will come into our house. 
or homes, the larger our capacity is to allow the blessings of God to flow through us in order to touch suffering people, the greater the opportunity that we will have for God to bless us and to use us as channels to be a blessing to others. God is a good God. And if God can trust us to be channels of his glory, his will, his love, his power, then he will use us and bless our lives in order for us to bless others. In the Bible, in Genesis chapter 18, there's a story where God was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because of their wickedness. And the Bible says God made a, a, a powerful statement. He said, I know Abraham. Should I hide this from Abraham? Because I know him. He will command his children and his household after him, that they may keep the ways of the Lord and do justice and judgment, so that the Lord will bring to pass what he has spoken over Abraham. Notice in this passage that God did not say, I know Abraham, that he will command his family or his descendants after me and God. No, he said after Abraham, because God knew that he could trust Abraham, that because Abraham loved God and was grateful and was serving God, Abraham could tell his family to love God just like he loved God. Can God say that about you? Can God say that about us? Can God say that about our churches? Can God trust us enough to be able to command our children and our household and our neighbors and our friends and our colleagues after him? Can God trust us to be able to command our communities and our neighbors and our nations after him? Can God trust us to be channels of blessing that we will inspire and challenge our, the people that we come in contact with regularly, that they will keep the commandments of God, the ways of God, and the justice and judgment of God? Can you be trusted? If God can find a group of people that he can trust, he will lavish his blessings over them. He will lavish his goodness towards them so that they can be channels of his love, of his grace, of his power, and of his kindness. Our text command, uh, uh, commands us to give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. God is a good God. God is a wonderful God. God is an awesome God. God is a powerful God. We need to know that he is a good God. He's powerful. He's, he, 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 he is kind to us. We can say it loud. My God is a good God. My God is a wonderful God. My God is an awesome God. My God. It's a powerful God. Today we are continuing our series on a grateful person. We told you the last time we ministered, uh, we gave you three qualities concerning a grateful person. 
We told you that a grateful person acknowledges God. A grateful person uh, 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 builds a relationship with God. And a grateful person pursues the presence of God. Today we want to talk about another aspect of being grateful by giving thanks unto the Lord because he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever. The Bible tells us in Psalm 103, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgave all of your iniquities? Who healed all of your diseases? Who redeemed your life from destruction? Who crowned you with loving kindness and tender mercy? Um, so that your, who satisfy your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. I want to share with us three important principles concerning how good God is. Number one, God is good because he has forgiven us of all of our sins, all of our iniquities. The psalmist say we should bless the Lord because he has forgiven us of all of our iniquities. Not some of it, but all. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. In Romans chapter 5, verse 8 and 9, the Bible says, God commanded his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Jesus died for our sin. In Lamentation chapter 22, the Bible says, It is because of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. It is because of his compassion that we are not destroyed. Because his compassion does not fail, his mercies are renewed every morning. Yes, God is a good God. Psalm 103 verse 17 says, The mercies of the Lord are from everlasting to everlasting to all those who fear him and his righteousness unto their children's children. We need to know that God is a good God. The songwriter says, He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet upon the rock to stay. He put a song in my soul, my song of praises. Hallelujah. God is a good God. I'm so glad that my God is a good God. I'm so glad that my God is a wonderful God. I'm so glad that my God is a faithful God. I'm so glad that my God is a powerful God. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two, God is a good God because he has healed us of all our diseases. Exodus chapter 15 verse 26, the Bible says, God proclaimed to the children of Israel, he said, I am the Lord who heals you. And that is a promise that we can receive because we are children of Abraham. If, if, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can claim because the Bible tells us in Galatians that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the Lord so that the blessings 
of Abraham can come unto us. And we can claim God as our healer. He said, I am your healer. I will heal you of all your diseases. God is good. The word heal means to mend, to restore, to relieve of pain and suffering. In Isaiah chapter 53, the Bible says he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. In uh, Matthew chapter 8, the Bible tells us that when the evening came, Jesus, they brought sick people to Jesus, and he healed them of all of their sickness and all of their diseases, so that he may fulfill the prophet and the, the promise that Isaiah made, that he himself took our infirmities, our sickness and our disease, and carried it. Peter sharing with Colinius a satirium in the book of Acts. He said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil because God was with the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, that Jesus was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Sickness and disease is a work of the devil, and Jesus came to deliver it, deliver us from that, and to heal us. The Bible says that Jesus was clothed in the power of God to heal us completely, spirit, soul, and body. You may be sick physically, from a disease, I have good news for you. Jesus is here to heal you, to relieve you, to mend you, to restore you, and to uh, um, heal you of that pain that you may be facing. You may be sick emotionally from a height or an abuse, uh, uh, but I am here to let you know that Jesus is here to heal you, to mend you, to restore you, and to relieve you from your pain and your suffering. You do not have to continue to experience that emotional turmoil. You may be sick spiritually from an addiction or demonic bondage. I'm here to give you good news. Jesus Christ is here to heal you, to deliver you, set you free, to relieve you of your pain and your suffering. Jesus came to set the captive free. The Bible tells us there's a story in the book of Matthew where Jesus went to the synagogue and as he was ministering there, there was a woman who was there, had been in that situation for 18 years and she was bent over. The Bible tells us that Jesus called her in front and then he lays hands on her and deliver her from the pain and the, and the suffering. And then the, 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 the synagogue leader began to talk uh, um, say that people needed to come uh, um, on other days to be healed. And Jesus made this comment. He said, this woman is a daughter of Abraham, who the devil has bound for these 18 years. Doesn't she have the right 
to be delivered and set free. You see, as a child of God, you have the right to claim the healing and deliverance from Jesus. Healing is in the atonement. When he died on the cross for our sins, he died so that you can be well, you can be delivered. I'm so glad that God is a good God. I'm so glad that God is an awesome God. I'm so glad that God is a powerful God. I'm so glad that God is a faithful God. He came to set you free. The third thing that I want to show you about how God is good is that God is good because he has crowned us with loving kindness and tender mercies. The Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 1 that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. In John chapter 10 verse 10, Jesus said, The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The Amplified Version says, to have life in its fullness. Jesus came that we may experience life. In 2 Peter chapter 1, the Bible tells us that God has given us great and precious promises that we might be partakers of the divine nature. God wants to bless us. He came to crown us with loving kindness and tender mercy. The promises of God are released into our lives when we ask for it. Jesus said to the, his disciples and, and, and the people, he said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And everyone who knocks, it shall be opened unto you. God wants to bless your life. He wants to minister unto you. He wants to quicken you and strengthen you and provide for you. He said, uh, uh, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask whatever you will and it shall be granted unto you. I'm so glad that my God is a good God. I'm so glad that he is faithful. I'm so glad that he is powerful. I'm so glad that he is awesome. I'm so glad that he loves me for everlasting. See, now that you know that God is good and why God is good, uh, 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 we need to give him praise. We need to give him thanksgiving. And the Bible says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. If you know that God has forgiven you, if you know that God has healed you, and if you know that God has provided for you, then the only and the uh, uh, best thing that you can do is to lift up your hands and give him praise and bless him for his faithfulness and his goodness and his love. You have a reason to praise God. You have life. You have breath. You have voice. You have a, a help. You have a reason to praise God. Even if you're going through a difficult situation right now, you have a reason to praise God. And in the midst of that situation, if you can lift up your voice and give God praise and thank him for his faithfulness, 
God will enter your situation and he will deliver you. God is a God who is, who, 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 uh, 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 is good in coming into people's situation, intervening and making things better. Wherever God shows up, he makes it better. There's a story in the book of Luke. The Bible tells us about Peter and, and uh, um, his brother. They were fishing, fishermen. And the Bible says that Jesus went uh, um, on the Sea of Galilee one particular day, and they, he met the, uh, the, the, the boat. The fishermen had come from, from fishing. They had been fishing all night, and they had caught nothing. And the Bible says that Jesus asked Peter to use his boat in order to preach the gospel and teach the people who are gathered for, to listen to him. And after he had finished ministering unto the people, he said to Peter, launch out into the deep for a catch. Peter said to him, Lord, we have fished all night. We've done this all night and we caught nothing. Why should we go again? But nevertheless, at your word, we would do it. The Bible says when they went, lunch out and threw the net, they caught so much fish that they had to call their partners to help them. You see, when Jesus enters your situation, he changes it. And that's what he wants to do. You have a reason to praise God. You have a reason to thank him. You have a reason to bless him. The Bible says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. In, in 1 Thessalonians, it says, in everything, give thanks. Well, how do we give thanks to God? We give thanks to God by submitting to his will. The Bible tells us about Mary when the angel came unto her and said to her that she was going to have the cursed child. She said to the angel, let it be done unto me according to your will. That's how you give thanks to God. How do you give thanks to God? You give thanks to God by bringing people to Jesus. The Bible says when Andrew uh, spent a day with Jesus, he went and he found his brother Peter, and he took him to Jesus. Philip went and found his friend Nathaniel, and he took him to Jesus. That's how we give thanks to God. We give thanks to God when we are willing to be a channel so that God can bless people through us. That's how we give thanks to God. No price is too high for us to pay, to be channeled so that men and women can come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. You see, God wants all people to be saved. He wants all people to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we need to give him thanks. Oh, how good God is. And we need to show him how grateful we are by giving him thanks, by giving him praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless you for your goodness, for forgiving us of all of our sins, for healing us for, of all of our diseases, for crowning us with loving kindness and tender mercy. Lord, I pray that we embrace your goodness and that we will desire to give you thanks. Like the psalmist, we will be happy because of your loving kindness and your tender mercies towards us. Your goodness endures forever. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for being with us.
we are out of time right now. Pastor Liz and I will be right back with a very important message. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. But your sins are separating you from God's abundant life. Therefore, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins so that you can experience forgiveness of sins and redemption from death and destruction. If you will accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved and enjoy God's abundant life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at BethelVA.com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship. Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible study, and Friday at 8 p.m. intercessory prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. Mm -hmm.